0: Welcome and welcome and welcome everybody, to the show. It's Rob Scary Sports Carry Show. We are live here in Los Angeles, California. Home. Yes, home of the crybabies. This is <laughs> this is the the uh this is this is the capital of the crybabies. You can't get uh more Uh, crybabies than Los Angeles matter of fact Hillary Clinton is leading in the popular vote count because of Los Angeles San Francisco Oakland San Jose he took California out of the mix Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton Hillary would be getting slaughtered, like literally slaughtered. And not just popular vote, but she would practically have nothing in the electoral college. Last few days, the California big mouths have been talking about seceding. Let me tell you something. If California seceded, let, let's just say, I mean, it, it's beyond far-fetched. But let's just say California was no longer part of the United States, okay? Let, let's just pretend. Do you realize Democrats would literally be done? I mean, I'm mean, literally be done. The only reason they still have a pulse is because of California. If you took California out of the mix... It'd be over. Seriously, the Democrat Party would be over. They, they, they would cease to exist. So I thought that was kind of amusing. But yeah, they're, they're, they're still out. They're, they're still out. Crying and whining and bitching and moaning. Oh, my God. I, I've never seen so many people Crying about an election In my life I'm 43 I mean it's not like I'm 100 over here Remembering You know Nixon and so forth and so on But wow They didn't cry this hard When Al Gore lost And that was a month Of back and forth And hanging chads And stopping counts They didn't cry this much and that you legitimately could cry about, that you legitimately could cry about, that was legit. You could say, "Well, the Supreme Court decided it. Is. That's legit." This Hillary Clinton got hammered. Okay, she got hammered. And when people go, "How? Oh, what are you talking about?" Well, listen. When you lose, okay, when you lose 10 to 11 million voters from your predecessor and you lose places like Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, you lose states that Democrats haven't lost in 30 years you got hammered you got hammered now we'll talk about that cuz this has been like an ongoing conversation here at the show but i want to get to uh, this immigration situation he, he, let's 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 talk about this real quick so trump was on uh, 60 minutes last night okay he was on 60 minutes And Leslie Stahl. I was hoping it was Steve Croft. I know Steve Croft. Steve Croft actually interviewed me about 15 years ago. I like Steve Croft, but it wasn't Steve Croft. It was Leslie Stahl. Now, Leslie Stahl asks Trump about deporting illegals, and Trump says, "Well, listen." We're going to start with the rule breakers. I mean, forget the fact that if you're here illegally, you're breaking the rules. You're breaking the law. You're already a criminal. But people don't prescribe to that on the left. So let's just pretend they didn't break the law by coming here illegally. Trump said they're going to start with deporting people who have broken the law. Now you would think, you would think, he said, we're gonna find uh, little babies that uh, <laughs> were were uh, were were brought in uh, backpacks from across the border, and then we're gonna get those babies, and we're going to stick them in hot cars. And I I mean, seriously, you you would have thought that Trump was talking about doing stuff that was so outrageous and and, and so inhumane. And at the end of the day, what Obama has done and the liberals have done – have created a norm. A norm. A a country that has no borders. And if you talk about a border, if you talk about illegal immigration, and you talk about deportation, or at the very least, you talk about deportation for somebody who's committed a crime, you are automatically xenophobic. You are automatically... A racist it's amazing but but it's not surprising because it happens in every walk every, every aspect of our society we all experience something that is illegal or 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 something in our lives that's wrong Rather, it's uh, not, uh, you know, putting the seat back down after we go to the bathroom for our wives or our girlfriends. And I know it sounds silly, but just follow me on this. We all experience rules, laws, or our own habits within our house. And the minute. Something is lax the minute you don't have to take your shoes off in a certain part of the house. You, you, you go against that rule because maybe you're having company and it would be too much of a pain in the ass to make everybody take their shoes off. So this one time. And then that one time turns into two times to three times to four times and before you know it your carpet looks like a dirt track and a year later you go how did this happen how did it become the norm how did it become just what take your shoes off what are you kidding me every aspect of our lives this happens I know you're sitting there going, yeah, he's right. You know, when, when uh, you know, we, 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 me and my wife or my girlfriend, we used to
1: go to dinner,
0: you know, twice a week. We would have date night. And then we got kind of got busy. And uh, then we said, well, let's cut it down to, to one time. And then we said, oh, well, let's, you know, we'll do it every two weeks. And then before you know it, Operating from separate areas of the house becomes norm. Now, we don't accept that, or at least want to accept that, in our private lives, because that usually leads to disaster. Oh, isn't it cute? Our 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 son swore. Oh, you know it's a. Oh, you know we can let him stay up past a certain time this one time. And we've all experienced this. Some of us go through this now. You look at your partner. You look at your parents. You look at your whoever. <laughs> look at your dog.
1: You go how the F, did this happen?
0: Then we try to fix that, we try to change it. Sometimes we get forced, sometimes something bad happens, and we learn from our mistakes. So, my question is why isn't that the case as it pertains to illegal immigration and deporting people? at least, who have committed crimes. Okay, set aside your your valedictorian high school girl who's a dreamer. Okay, put that aside. When the hell did we become that country... When did we become that parent? When did we become that partner who has let everything to the point where if you're here illegally and you're a criminal, deporting you or talking about deporting you is now racist, is now xenophobic. I mean, it's insane. It it really is. You know, I talk about a time back in the 80s, back in the 90s. Let's just go with the 90s. When it was kind of a hush, hush, hey, so-and-so's maids here illegally, so-and-so's warehouse persons here illegally. Hey, que paso? I can't do that. You know, I don't have my papers. I could get deported. I got to be cool. I mean, it used to be... You like my my accent?
2: <laughs> it, it
0: used to be, okay, you got to be careful if you're here illegally. You, you can't flaunt it. If you get in trouble, you're going to get deported. Got to be careful who you hire, you don't want to get caught. I mean, that's how it used to be. And then slowly but surely, the Democrats needed a voting block. They needed one more piece of that race puzzle. And now we are at a point Where Trump talks about deporting criminals. And you have the LAPD. You have the LAPD. Giving a statement saying. "Ah, It's not our priority to deal with illegals that commit crime. What? What? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? So the chief of police out here in Los Angeles, Charlie Beck, this is what he says. The LAPD prohibits officers from initiating contact with someone solely to determine whether they are in the country legally. Okay, I don't necessarily agree with that, but nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about a, hey, you, come here, let me see your papers. Nobody's talking about that. And I could get pushback. I would understand the pushback on just cops randomly going up to individuals saying, hey, hey, come here, come here, put those oranges down, come here, come here, step away from the fruit truck that you're <laughs> that you're selling here on the corner of Reseda and Sherman Way, but I, I get that, but that's not what Trump's talking about, it's absolutely not what Trump's talking about. talking about drunk driving, talking about robbery,
1: talking about things
0: like that and being arrested. And once you're in the system, you get deported. You're no longer under the radar. And you're definitely not the valedictorian who just Graduated from San Dimas High School. And now you got a scholarship to go to Arizona State. Yippee! You're not that person. You're a drunk driver. You're a thief. You're a drug dealer. But Democrats in the Obama administration have created this norm, this doesn't matter if you take your shoes off in the house, doesn't matter if you have date night with your girlfriend or your wife or your boyfriend, doesn't matter if your child goes to bed at a decent time, it doesn't matter if you read to your child, it doesn't matter doesn't matter. I will continue. LAPD prohibits officers from initiating contact with someone solely to determine whether they are in the country legally. Mandated by a special order signed by then Chief Daryl Gates in 1979. During Beck's tenure as chief, the department stopped turning over people arrested for low-level crimes to federal agents for deportation and moved away from honoring federal requests to detain inmates who might be deportable past their jail terms. Beck said on Monday, which is today, this is when all of this went down because of the 60 minutes interview. He planned to maintain the longstanding separation. I don't intend on doing anything different. We are not going to engage in law enforcement activities solely based on somebody's immigration status. We are not going to work in conjunction with Homeland Security on deportation. That is not our job, nor will I make it our job. Might be one of the most amazing, shocking disgusting, revolting statements I've ever heard. Again, no one's talking about, hey, Guadalupe, come here. Let me see your papers. No, but Guadalupe, who got behind the wheel of a car was drunk and then crashed into three parked cars. Guadalupe then was arrested. It was then discovered that Guadalupe is here illegally. Why the F would Guadalupe not be deported? And how the F can anybody rationally give an explanation to defend not deporting that person aside from well they have a child at home what are are you kidding me that that's that's the rational behind Not deporting a drunk driver who's here illegally because you'll break up their family? (laughs) I mean, this is what the nation has become under the leadership of not just Barack Hussein Obama, but Democrats in general. There is no opposition party out here in California. I mean we had a a, a a Senate seat up and Republicans didn't even run. It was two Democrats. It was like, yeah, okay, well, that Democrat. That that one. There's no two-party system out here. But isn't that amazing? And guys, this isn't isolated. Any, any of the cities that are called sanctuary cities operate With this same mindset. I mean, just just imagine. Just imagine how many cities, big cities. I mean, just go with L.A., Oakland, and San Francisco. Their policing practice is that if you're an illegal who gets arrested... For committing a crime. They will not. Deport you. They will not hand you over. To federal agents. They will not. Hand you over. To Homeland Security. Seriously man. Just just. Digest that for a minute. Digest that for a minute. Whether it's Los Angeles, whether it's San Francisco, whether it's New York City, if you're here illegally and you break the law, you will not be deported. And somehow saying that person should be deported makes you xenophobic. It makes you racist. It makes you a white supremacist. It makes you an alt-right. It makes you A Pepe the Frog Lover. Again, we're not talking about frisk and ask for papers. We're talking about arrest, (laughs) arrest, break law,
1: criminal,
0: deport. I mean, that's why you don't hear this debate. Seriously, that's why you don't hear this debate. Because right now, Trump won with half the country knowing this is effed up. And that half the country is actually educated. You realize the half that voted for Hillary Clinton, they're the low information voters. They're the ones that get fed whatever CNN. MSNBC, ABC, CBS, BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, Slate. They get fed whatever those media outlets want those people to believe. And that half of the country eats it up. They gobble it up. So that half of the country is constantly told there's going to be stop and frisk for papers and valedictorian students and little teeny tiny babies and all of these illegals are gone. They're going to be packed in a train like Jews on their way to... The death camps in Auschwitz. And that's not the case. And if any of these low information voters got the truth, there would be even more people siding with Trump and siding with the stance of you're here illegally. You break the law, you get deported. I mean, Beck's talking about not even deporting you after you serve your time. How's that? How's that for a just an unbelievably bizarre stance controlled by liberal policymakers? So you go to jail and you're illegal. When you get out, eh, nothing happens to you. So you could be doing a year. You could be doing two years. You could be doing six months in county. I mean, guys, let's face it. If you're doing any time... To borrow a phrase from Donald Trump, you're a bad ombre. Okay, we're not talking about jaywalking. We're not talking about loitering. If you get sentenced to six months, if you get sentenced to eight months, if you get sentenced to a year, you're a bad ombre. You're a bad anyone. Then how the hell could anybody, anybody defend a practice to say, eh, when they get out, let them go back to their normal life, living here in the United States illegally. I would think, I would think people on the left, the ones that voted for Hillary, were edumacated about this whole process, you would get a huge majority saying, well, yeah, they should be deported. But they're only told that we on the right want to deport Victorians and little teeny tiny babies. And the 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds that just want a better life free of drug cartels. These people on the left Believe the b s that the media feeds them, but right here, black and white, black and white it was in the l a paper, police chief Beck is saying, we don't deport criminals. We're not going to comply with the feds, and see, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, and we talked about it last week, that's why Trump needs to tell every single one of those sanctuary cities, guess what, guess what? You will be stripped of federal dollars for XYZ if you don't comply. And I will say this again, and it won't be the last time I repeat myself on this type of topic. The left, and when I mean the left, the Democrats, the media, and Obama have never, ever had a problem with boycotting or threatening states, whether it's funding or legal action. The left has never had a problem. Ever. Nor should we on the right. Nor should we on the right. There's consequences as it pertains to elections. That's why you have a left and a right, an independent a Green Party. Every one of these groups has a certain point of view. They represent a certain amount of people and a point of view about certain policies. And to keep it as simplistic as possible, if you have one side who decides they want money to be the color of, I don't know, black. They want money to be black. With little rainbows on it. And people vote for them. And throughout X amount of time, the money is black with rainbows. If they lose an election to a group that says, we want to paint the money to green, the group that wants the money black with rainbows can't then bitch and moan and say, no, 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 no. We don't like the money green. We want the movie, the money black with rainbows. And what we like, what we want, is actually more important than what you like and what you want. Even though you beat us And the people that voted for you want this money green. In our country, in our republic, that's the way life is. For many, many, many years, the federal government... Has looked the other way as it pertains to sanctuary cities. As it pertains to how those cities deal with illegals who commit crime. Now, if a new administration comes in, a new Government, that's really what happens. They elect to change course on this very issue. It is not up to LAPD chief Beck. To decide, nah, maybe not, we're not going to do that, we have other priorities, no, no. As it pertains to the cities, those mayors can't say,
1: well, no,
0: and they definitely can't cry a river should the government say well you're not going to get a certain dollar or uh, certain funding for what you want it's a two way street if you want federal money if you want the federal government to comply with things that you want then you have to comply with things that we want. And that's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. And at the end of the day, we'll see what happens, because I don't think this fight is going to be finished. I don't think this fight is going to ever be finished. Because once you let that person walk around the house with their shoes on, they will walk around the house with their shoes on forever. And everybody else that comes over will walk around with their shoes on. And the day that you go, hey, guys, guess what? Can't walk in the house with your shoes on anymore. Matter of fact, if I see it happen, I'm going to take your shoes. I'm actually going to rip them off your feet Throw them in the trash. In the dumpster. We all agree? Guess what? You're the person that is now the jerk. You're the person that is now the a-hole. Even though prior to when everybody started wearing their shoes in the house, it was a Yearly, and I mean yearly, policy. No one walks in the house with their shoes on. I know it sounds silly, guys. We're talking about shoes. We're talking about date night. But it's the easiest way to break down this immigration situation. And a lot of other situations that we're going to have to deal with as it pertains to liberals, Democrats, the media, and Obama. Eight years is a long time To be walking around in the house with your shoes on. Eight years is a long time to not be doing weekly date nights. Eight years is a long time to be letting your kid go two hours past their bedtime. Because after eight years, there's no going back on those things. After eight years, your carpets are trashed, and you got to get new carpets. Your relationship or your marriage is crap. You're talking about divorce. And after eight years, your kid is a douchebag. An easier term. He's now become. A hipster. Liberal. Wearing a safety pin. On his shirt. Talking about. Safe space. A lot of work. A lot of work we got. To reverse. What's gone down in the past. Eight years, a lot of work. So Robs Kerey show. we're going to take a quick break, and I mean quick break. and when we come back, uh, jump into um, a couple other interesting tidbits. but actually, let me throw this out there real quick. today, and then I'll end it. today. Do you realize that out here, a whole bunch of schools had their kids get up during lunch and walk out the door? They left. Out here in Los Angeles, 14- and 15-year-old kids got up. Left their desks, left their schoolwork, and marched around downtown Los Angeles. How's that for? (laughs) How's that for a liberal city? How's that? For a city controlled by liberals teaching their young about how democracy and how the government works. It's going to be a hell of a generation when they grow up. It's Rob will be right back. Baked Alaska here, build the wall. And make it ten feet higher. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh. Build the wallet, It just got ten feet higher. Build the wallet, It just got ten feet strong. Build the wallet, It just got ten feet higher. And build and build and build and just build. Yeah, that's just the beginning. I just wanna make America great. I just wanna have a Trump take on my place. Making history again, cause my daddy keeps winning. Got a nomination, yeah, that's just the beginning. Build the wallet, just got 10 feet higher. Build the wallet, just got 10 feet strong. Build the wallet, just got 10 feet higher. And build and build and build. Oh, just build a wall. Oh. I just wanna make America great. I just wanna have a trump take on my place, making history again. Cause my daddy keeps winning. Got the nomination, yeah. That's just the beginning. I just wanna make America. Great. I just want to have a Trump take on my plate Making history again, cause my daddy keeps winning Got the nomination, yeah, that's just the beginning Build the wall, it just got ten feet higher Build the wall, it just got ten feet strong Build the wall, it just got ten feet higher And build and build and build and just build the wall
0: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Secari. It's Rob show. don't forget, you can listen to us on Spreaker. Go to Spreaker.com. You can go to uh, BlogTalkRadio.com. You can go to iTunes.com. You can go to... Do I have to say dot .com? Do I? No. All right. Uh, <laughs> iTunes. You can... Go, well, yeah, you do, because you don't have just dot .com. You got, like dot gov, or you got dot org, or dot xxx, all right, or dot tv. But, I I know, I know. Uh, people know iTunes is not any of those other ones. Okay, so any iHeartRadio also. If you got a, if you got an iHeartRadio app, you could get us on there. So click on iHeartRadio, and you can listen to the Rob Scourge All right, so uh, the left is still unhinged, all right? The left is still unhinged, and it's funny to watch the left somehow blame racism on the Hillary defeat. Somehow, there was a surge, and I mean surge, of white people that didn't exist. Re- remember, remember, whether it was the Romney election, or it was the start of This election season, we were told that there was not enough white people in this country for a Republican or anybody for that matter, but because the Democrats are the best at playing uh, race politics, doesn't really pertain to them. But a Republican could never. Ever win the White House. Ever. Because there is not enough white people in this country to vote for. McCain got, and you look at the percentage of white vote that Ramney got, and you look at the changing demographic. There's just not enough white people to put a Republican in the White House. Remember, we were constantly told that. And then we were constantly told look at the George Bush coalition. Forget Reagan. Reagan, that was, you know, way in the past. Look at the George Bush coalition. Look at how many Latino voters he had. Look at how many uh, uh, white voters. Look at the black voters. Look at the college educated. Look at the women. Look, that is the coalition that one needs to win the White House. So we're constantly told that. But now... Like I said, the media, which, again, is really just an extension of the Democrat Party, are so effed up. This election has has effed them up so bad that they just don't know what to do. So they just keep doubling down and tripling down and quadrupling down on their same racism. Uh, White Lash, Uh, you know, uh, 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 xenophobia, homophobia. So they just keep doubling down on it. And Trump didn't win because of this surge of white nationalism. He won because... A, Hillary Clinton, just an awful candidate, but she was disgusting. And the Democrat Party, who's been on life support for the past eight years, could not gin up Any more enthusiasm for dead policies, broken systems, and a strategy to carve up the country based on race, sexual orientation, intelligence. I've never heard the term college-educated, non-college-educated, white voter, non-college-educated white voter. I I never heard those terms so much and so often than in this election cycle. Never. So when you put on Saturday Night Live, and I'm sure most of you by now have either heard about SNL or watched SNL, or you put on Stephanopolis and watch. Van Jones arguing with Mary Matlin, every other liberal douchebag that will not take responsibility for them. For them, not inspiring, not talking to middle America, and in turn just use the word, oh, well, racist. Said there's, there's all these racist people. Everybody's racist. That's who came out and voted for Trump, racist. That's why he won. All the racists got together. Racist, right? Wait a minute. Stop. Donald Trump got less popular votes than Mitt Romney. I, I mean, basically, the Republican Party got the same amount of votes as they did in 08 and in 2012. There wasn't this huge surge of white nationalists. Matter of fact, the liberal Bible Washington Post over the weekend published an article outlying all the counties in places like Pennsylvania and Ohio and Wisconsin and Michigan that went for Obama in 08. In 2012 And then went for Trump In 2016 All these counties In all of these states All of a sudden Went racist Been racist After 08
1: They were still down for
0: a little color in their milk. They were they were down for a little chocolate milk. Still, then 2016, they were like, "American history acts, bite the curb. I love you. Urgh, kill all the blacks. Urgh, kill all the homos. Kill all the Jews. Kill. All- Get out of here." Didn't happen. Didn't happen. But the media, the Democrats, all the celebrities, are so elitist, so snobbish, so I'm right, you're wrong, that they refuse to look at themselves in the mirror and say, we did this. We did this. We did this. We created this facade. We created this subterfuge of a world that doesn't exist. We created a world of safe spaces. Man, if you don't like something, you're shaming it. Well, I don't like that TV show. Why are you uh, TV show shaming? What? I just don't like... Don't don't shame that TV show. Okay. Well, I'm not really down for pasta. Why are you pasta shaming? Pa- what? Okay. They created this world. does wasn't a surge. Matter of fact, matter of fact, not only did Hillary Clinton... Not get the nine million people that voted for Obama back in '8. Oh, she actually flipped people that voted for Obama to Trump. And the other liberal talking point is, well, you know, with all the voter suppression. Voter suppression? Voter suppression. Really? Voter, voter, voter suppression. Nine million voter supp- Nine million people. Okay? Nine million people. Nine million people were suppressed because they didn't have an ID card. Nine million people. 9 imagine 9 million people in the United States of America don't have photo ID. Hmm. 9 million people have no ID. And if they have no ID, they have no bank account. They have, I mean seriously, listen, if you're somebody that has no ID, you have nothing to prove who you are realize that you're either a bum seriously seriously just just sit back for a second and think about all the things that you need a photo ID for just just just, just think about the things you need a photo ID for There's not one thing in your life for a photo ID at least once a week. You can't get on an airplane without a photo ID unless you're a child. You can't open a bank account. Without a photo ID, you can't even rent a book from a library without a photo ID. Yeah, nine million people were 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 were, were they 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 weren't able to vote again. So you got. Voter suppression and racism, white power. That's what cost Hillary Clinton close to 10 million votes. Liberals, the media, the Democrats, they don't want to actually have to face the fact that Latinos who were supposed to vote for Hillary Clinton in record numbers. I mean, if you listen to Democrats, whether it's Jorge Ramos or Maria Cordova, Ana Navarro,
1: Maria Kumar,
0: Jorge Vargas, if you listen to any of them, Latinos were not only going to vote for Hillary Clinton, but they were going to vote for Hillary Clinton because Donald Trump was evil. He was a monster. He was horrible. And that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. And here's the beyond comedy aspect. And like I said, everybody on the left is trying to blame someone else. Because one of the leaders of one of the big Latino activist groups He came out and said this, uh, this notion that Donald Trump got 30% of the Latino vote Is just wrong Those exit polls that you're hearing are just wrong And we did our own exit polls And Donald Trump didn't get 30% of the Latino vote It's more like 12 So the Latinos did what they were supposed to do. They voted in droves for Hillary Clinton. I kid you not. I kid you not. This is what one of the big Latino activists said. So by him not wanting to admit that they were all wrong about Donald Trump's message and the fact that Latinos would not shun Trump. He buried their own rhetoric about Latinos being this huge constituency that needs To be catered to. Because they make up. Such a huge population. And no one. Can win the presidency. Without winning. The Latino vote. Now I know you've all heard that before. You've all heard that from all of the people that I mentioned, the Ramoses, the Vargas, all said no one will be the president of the United States without winning the Latino vote. If they don't win the Latino vote, they will not be the president of the United States. You've heard that. Okay. Well, Donald Trump won the presidency and he did not win the latino vote. And according to one of this activists, Trump didn't win 30% of the latino vote. He only won about 11 to 12%, which means the latino constituency isn't as big as the media as the latinos have all pumped it up to be. So while these Latinos are trying to distance themselves from the Donald Trump vote and to paint white nationalists and a bunch of Ku Klux Klan And all of the white evil devils for putting Trump into the office, the Latinos didn't vote for Trump. They voted for Hillary. They buried themselves because Hillary got the majority of the Latino vote and still got slaughtered. I mean, she got slaughtered. Florida, which was supposed to bury Donald Trump, the Latinos were supposed to be coming out by the boatload. The early voting in Florida was overwhelming. Like, overwhelming to the 10th degree for Hillary Clinton. Overwhelming. And yet, Trump won Florida. By something like 100,000 votes? You have Latinos who, while they're trying to distance themselves from the fact that a whole bunch of them voted for Trump, they buried themselves in their claims that they are such a
1: huge
0: constituency that unless you have their vote, unless you have them supporting you, you're done. And you'll never win the White House. Gone. Women. Women, women didn't show up to vote for Hillary Clinton. Remember what we were told? Grab him by the pussy. Remember? No woman is going to vote for Donald Trump. No woman is going to vote for a guy that called Rosie O'Donnell, a fat pig. Like Rosie O'Donnell somehow is Mother Teresa. No woman is going to vote for Donald Trump. Remember, we were told this. And how many times did I tell you women are not as stupid and as robotic and... As nice as the left wants all of you to believe. How many times did I do shows where I brought up situations where my beautiful, lovely, and young girlfriend commented on and liberals? would have been appalled. And I said, my girlfriend's not an aberration. There's millions and millions and millions and millions of women that will look at Rosie O'Donnell and go, wow, she's a fat pig. There's millions and millions and millions of girls, women, that would sit around with their girlfriends and say, Man, you realize I was Britney Spears? I was rich and powerful and this pop superstar. I could get any guy I want. I could just line up my background dancers and say, all right, pull out your junk. Let me see your junk. I'm grabbing it. I'm going to feel how big it is. No, women aren't like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why Why do you think Jennifer Lopez is dating one of her background singers? Why do you, th- or dancers, why do you think, Britney Spears' background dancer, Kevin Fenderline, was the father of her kids. Background dancer means Britney Spears sat there and went, "All right, out of these twenty-five guys, let's see which ones got got a which ones got a good a good meat whistle." Let's see here. Hmm. You come here. Let me see what you got. So, yeah, women voted for Trump. My girlfriend told me, you know how many times we talked about on this show? You know when Catherine used to do the show with us and do the pop culture? You know how many times Catherine would say how harsh women were on each other? So, the women didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. Remember all these polls? Remember all the ABC, Wall Street Journal polls, NBC, Survey Monkey polls? Donald Trump is only uh, polling 31% of women. Yeah, maybe un-college-educated women will vote for Donald Trump, but college-educated women... They're not voting for Trump Uh uh Any woman Any woman That went to college Isn't gonna Vote for Trump No way And then you And here's the other thing That totally Amused me About all of the College women Or even college guys for that matter somehow somehow college student at Texas Tech is the same college student at Berkeley somehow the college student at Oklahoma the Sooners It's somehow the same student at UCLA. I mean, imagine, imagine the polls geniuses somehow lumped in college kids at Oklahoma, at Mississippi, Utah, Penn State, Ohio, the college kids at Stanford, at Berkeley, and UCLA. Which is pretty perplexing if the electorate in Texas and Utah and in Mississippi and in Missouri, if the college voters, the college-educated women... If they're coming from the same electorate as the non-college Mississippi voters, why all of a sudden is the person that's in college at Mississippi State the same person that's in college at Berkeley? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Sure, if you're a liberal and you're a person that's creating these polls and you're the person that's controlling the media, then yeah, everybody thinks like students at Berkeley, but that's not the case. And these people are supposed to be the experts. These people are supposed to be Remember Anderson Cooper would say? Scientific polls. Remember when Anderson Cooper would chastise any Trump supporter, any Trump surrogate, when they would bring up online polls? And they would go, oh, how could you be bringing up online polls? You know they're not scientific. Opposed to what? The polls that you're doing, Anderson? The polls that have Every Latino voter in America voting for Hillary, every Black voter voting for Hillary, every woman voter voting for Hillary, and ultimately the only and every white college man voting for Hillary. So the basically the only people that are voting for Trump are uneducated white men. And there's only about 14 million of them. They're the only ones that are voting for Trump. Because Anderson Cooper and CNN and NBC and ABC, they have scientific polls. This is preposterous. It's preposterous. Absolutely preposterous. And the media just keeps doubling down. Democrats keep doubling down. Senate Live keeps doubling down. Trevor Noah keeps doubling down. Racism, racism, racism. Absolutely not. Millions and millions and millions of people that voted for Obama did not vote for Hillary Clinton. As a matter of fact, millions and millions of people didn't even bother to come out and vote. Not just for Hillary Clinton. For anybody, this was the lowest turnout in any election since something like 92. Something like 30-some-odd years. Lowest turnout for a presidential election. And yet, racism. It's all about racism. This surge of white people surge of white people, the surge that we were told doesn't exist because nobody can win the presidency with just the white vote because they're a minority. I equated it to Wizard of Oz lifting the curtain. When the curtain is lifted and you realize that it's this half-retard
1: I am Oz. I am Oz.
0: No. No. Okay. Wow. You're. uh, Wow. That's Oz. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Talked about it last week. Sail around the world. Opposed to sailing and falling off the edge of the earth. So all these things that we were told by the media All these things we were told by celebrities. All these things we were told by Democrats was not to be. And they just won't admit. They won't admit that women didn't vote for Hillary. Blacks didn't vote for Hillary. Latinos didn't vote for Hillary. College educated white guys didn't uh, vote for Hillary. College educated white women didn't vote for Hillary. All of these people didn't vote for Hillary like we were told. They were. They didn't vote for her. Some people didn't bother to show up. This isn't a surge of white nationalism. This isn't a surge of white power. This is the Democrats failing. This is liberal policies. Failing. This is the media failing because the media is no longer news or and entertainment. All liberal platforms. So you can't watch TV as far as an entertainment show without there's some subliminal liberal messaging. If you work late and you come home at nine, ten o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night and you just want to watch some stupid celebrity talk about his stupid movie and you put it on CBS, that's not what you get. You don't get David Letterman be doing stupid human tricks. You get Stephen Colbert and Republicans being Nazis. Samantha B., Trump, Republicans being Nazis, putting on some ABC or NBC half hour comedy, uh, gun uh, legislation, or sex spaces, or fat shaming. It's never about some guy who lost his dog. No. And you can't put on the news without the news painting a perspective. You can't put on CNN without Jake, my bad, Hack, Tapper, telling you what to think about what they just showed you. Or them editing up a clip to give the perception of something that they want. This is what's happened in the last eight years. And I told you, When you're not around other people when you live in your world, you get up, you go punch your your, your time card at the factory or at a restaurant or wherever, you you, you you come home and you do your routine and you go to the grocery store and you're looking at whatever magazine covers there that's promoting some you know Bruce Jenner the with the dress on or the Kardashians as the first
1: family
0: watching Seth Meyers you are inundated with a liberal perspective that you eventually go that's how America is that's how America is has to be cuz that's what i'm inundated with inundated with anything opposite. And if I happen to go to a website that doesn't have these views or I go to a radio station that doesn't have these views, I'm called an extremist. The website I go to is called a right-wing conspiracy site. So in turn, you kind of sit in your own little bubble, and you're afraid to voice an opinion that's different than what you're being inundated with. You're told if you wear a Halloween costume that is an Indian or a mariachi player, you're a racist. Or you wear a costume that depicts you as a great big fat person. You're fat shaming. So then this guy comes along and says, I'm going to run for president, and here are the things that I'm going to do. And here are the things that I'm going to say. And you see this bubble practically burst. And what I mean by that is the bubble, that media bubble that you've been part of, that you've been watching. And they're about to burst because here's the person saying everything that they tell you you're not supposed to say and you're not supposed to think and you're not supposed to do. Saying to that person apologize say you're wrong get out of the presidential race get out of the primary race and the person saying you know what I'm not going to apologize a few I will not apologize I will not say I'm sorry who are you who makes you the moral authority Who are you to say that that website is bad? Who are you to say that Halloween costume is bad? Who are you to say any of the stuff that you say is bad is bad? When did you become the ruler, the emperor? The king. So what happened? All of these groups got together at arenas and stadiums. And met each other and talked to each other and went, oh my God, there's other people who feel the exact same way I feel. There's other people that think the exact same way I think. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not the only person that when you're going into a supermarket and you see a cover of the Kardashians as the first family go... That's effing weird. That's effing crazy. That's effing stupid. my God, there's other people who think that way. There's other people who go, I'm not offended if you wear a costume that depicts a mariachi singer. Don't bother me. And I think somebody that gets offended by that is stupid.
1: Forget Trump
0: being president. Forget forget that just for a second. The worst thing. The worst thing for the media and for the Democrats to have happened out of this isn't Trump being the president. Because ultimately the presidency is not king. They're not a ruler. You can't just say, oh, I want to make, uh, you know... Llamas, the national <laughs> bird, I right, whatever. You actually need Congress, you know, you 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 have to go through you have to go through some steps in order to, you know, llamas be the uh the, the to replace the bald eagle. No. The worst thing is getting millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people together having them be on the same page, and having them say, hey, we're all together, we all have a voice, we all have an opinion, we all have a thought. And it's opposite of what the left, the Democrats, and the media have been portraying all of us have all don't look at Bruce Jenner and go, that's awesome. We all don't look for safe spaces. We all don't think illegals should be here in this country. We all don't think guns Should be banned We all don't think The national anthem Is racist So that's the worst thing That happened To the media And the democrats That's the worst thing That happened That everybody got together And went Hey Hey Wait a minute. There's more of us out there. It's not just 20 million people. The ceiling that Trump has. And Hillary's going to win with an 85 million majority and a 48-state landslide. No, the country waking up. It's half the country waking up. And the other half of the country becoming more stupid. Colin Kirkpatrick, Ka- Caberjack, however the hell you pronounce his name, people like him who scream and yell and talk about the system, and talk about change, you talk about things that have to be done, and then they don't vote. Or the 14, 15-year-old kids out here in Los Angeles who should be in trade so they go to a good college, good go to a good trade school. And instead... They're out protesting democracy. They're out doing something that people do in countries, democracy. You have countries that don't have elected officials. And you'll have a couple hundred or a couple thousand people protesting. And then they get a chlorine barrel bomb dropped on them. And they don't protest and they don't march ever again. The left has gotten stupid. More stupid than they are and have been. And they're passing that down their children. Social change. Tabernacle Didn't bother to vote. Didn't bother to vote. And I bet you if you went out there and hit up some of these Rallies these 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 paid protesters. I guarantee you, percentage of these animals that also did not vote. Hell, I bet you the percentage are illegal. So when you listen to the left, when you listen to your Seth Meyers and your Trevor Noahs and your Van Joneses try to tell you that racism got Trump elected, make sure you remind all of them. Hillary Clinton The Democrat Party did not get the same amount of Latino voters showing up for her as Obama did in 2012 and 2008. Remind them that black voters... Turned out in 2012 and 2008 What they turned out Hillary Clinton Make sure you remind them That in every Single category That we were told Hillary Clinton Would be Slaughtering Donald Trump with Make sure you remind all of them she lost and pertains to those voters against Barack Obama's numbers by anywhere between 10 to 20 percent that is what cost Hillary Clinton and the Democrats the election It wasn't this surge of American history ex-voters. Democrats lost their base. Country got dumber, and the other half That's smarter. The curtain was lifted. They were shown there's not an all-powerful Oz. They were shown that everything that the left and the media has been telling them has been nothing but smoke and mirrors, illusions, sleight of hands, one big scam. And from this point forward, it will never, ever go back to the way it was. And the Democrats know it. The liberals know it. The media knows it. And the never-Trumpers know it. They know it. They know it will never go back to the way it was. Once they were all exposed, they can never again Tell you, a poll says this. A story says that. A video shows you this. Never again. It's Rob Zicarelli. It's Rob Zicarelli. Show. We'll be right back. And when we come back, I want to talk about Steve Bannon and Breitbart News. Another. Another um, a- another topic that the uh, left and the Never Trumpers are freaking out about. And it's hilarious. We'll be right back after Baked Alaska and We Love Our Cops and Law Enforcement. Yes! Yeah. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Zicarelli's Rob Zicarelli show. Uh, yes, uh, that is uh, baked Alaska. We love our cops. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to us at Spreaker.com, dot com, dot com. You can uh, listen to us also on iTunes. You can also go to the Show dot com website. It's a pretty good website. You should go there. We have pretty good articles. Um, I think, but I don't know. Maybe 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 you won't think so. Maybe you'll think they suck. Maybe. Uh maybe. And if the, and if you do, uh write an email to us and tell our producer writer that he sucks. Tell him so you suck. But if you like it, tell him they're awesome. All right. It's <laughs> scary. That's a scary, show. You know, I seen and well, I actually heard it when I was uh, I was driving today. Uh, I had to go into uh, San Calita. I know it sounds very uh, Hispanic, San Calita, but it's very white. It's it's very white. Calita. it's very white. It's uh, it's uh, next to Palmdale, which is very white. It's very white. Palmdale's very white sounding. Santa Catalina is not very white sounding, but it's very white. So I had to go out there, and it's very far from where I am. But I had to go there. My uh, one of my friends owns a, a, a very big company there, big, big, huge company. And um, we, he's a deplorable. He, he's a deplorable. His name's Donnie, and that's such a. It's such a deplorable name, Donny. <laughs> Donny is a deplorable. So I was uh, I was out in Santa and when I was driving back, I heard on my uh, my old radio. I don't know which station it was that Megan McCain, the unhealthy Megan McCain, will now be um, hosting. The Outnumbered on Fox. She'll be hosting the Outnumbered on Fox. And mark my words. Well, listen, we talked about this last week. All of the never-Trump people need to be punished. The the, the never-Trump people need to be punished. Forget this Glenn Beck. Because remember, Glenn Beck, he's just doing what he's doing because he got on the wrong side. Of this this battle he lost he was completely a hundred percent planning on being the conservative that told that 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 told all the other conservatives that Donald Trump was going to lose and that he couldn't back him because of principles and he would then go on uh, the CNN's and the MSNBC's uh, talking um from a conservatives point of view and telling them what a conservative needs to do to win the white house that was Glenn Beck that was it, he, he he's not this mormon preacher i got to do good let's all come together and shake hands and kumbaya no he was doing it strictly from a business standpoint cuz his business is garbage he's losing listeners and that's why. So forget this healing crap. Glenn Beck needs to be punished, and Megan McCain needs to be punished. Megan McCain needs to be denied twinkies, okay? Megan McCain needs to be denied French fries. Alright? That's what she needs to be denied. Instead, she's been rewarded. Go figure on Fox. They were never a pro-Trump You know that I know that Okay You know that I know that Sean Hannity doesn't count Eric Bolling doesn't count You know that and I know that So Meghan McCain Is going to be outnumbered No one watched that show No one watched that show And even write a letter Write a letter uh, To the show to Fox. And say we don't like Megan McCain. Fire her. Fire her. Okay. Fire her. These never Trumpers. Need to be punished. Because you know all she's going to do is bash Trump on there. You know that's all she's going to do. She needs to be punished. She's horrible besides. Horrible radio show. If you listen to it, it's horrible. It's like listening to some Valley girl. Talk like that. Says like, "Hi, this is Meghan McCain." Yeah. So I just gotta tell ya that I don't like Donald Trump. And you uh, know, remember Megan McCain? Forget when, when Trump said John McCain—he's not a hero. But forget that. She don't like Trump because Trump did what her father couldn't do. She she don't like Trump because. Trump succeeded. Her father failed. End of story. End of story. Meghan McCain. Anyways, let me continue. The new thing, the new outrage, and it's not just on the left, but it's also on the right with the Megan McCain's. And that is Trump hiring Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon of the great website Breitbart. And of course, rents Priebus. Rent's Priebus is the um cheapest half. But uh, Bannon, what what is his official title? I don't even know what the hell his official title is. Maybe it's I. Uh, I don't know. He's 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 basically he's basically the real chief of staff. Rance Priebus is the chief of staff to make the uh, conservative establishment happy, because they all know Rance. He's been there for years. But Bannon, he's gonna have the real juice, and the left is losing their mind. The left is like I said, the 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 never Trumpers are losing like Glenn Beck, Steve Bannon his danger. they don't like Bannon because Bannon called out Glenn Beck. That's it. Bannon and Breitbart called out Glenn Beck called him a traitor, call him a failure, call him a loser so they don't like him. And it's wild to watch everybody react to Breitbart Sight, Look at these headlines. Look at the things they say. And when I see my friend today, Donnie, at Tanacalita, he said, when I heard the news that Bannon was part of Trump's Inner circle. I thought about you, because I know you love the Breitbart side. I said, Man, I said, I'm a newcomer to Breitbart. I mean, I, 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 I've been you know, going to Breitbart for about two years now, but it's been around hunger. And I said, I, I totally get why the left despises it because it runs stories that the left Won't talk about. The left won't talk about. Illegals. Raping children. They won't talk about that. The left wants you to believe. All the illegals that are here. Are valedictorians. The left wants you to believe. That they're all dreamers. And they're these sweet, sweet young kids that had no idea that they
1: were not from America because they were brought here and they were babies. And now they just want to finish their education because they got accepted to Harvard. And yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, great. The left never reports on illegals, raping, murdering, they never do. And if it wasn't for Trump, and of course Breitbart, but I say Trump because he was out there, you would never have heard of Kate You, You You would never have heard of that. sure, O'Reilly talks about it, and Hannity talks about it, go to Hannity, you don't go to O'Reilly, CNN didn't cover it, MSNBC didn't cover it, George Stephanopoulos didn't cover it, Washington Post didn't cover it, they didn't cover it, they only covered it when they were forced to cover it. So the left hates Breitbart because they post stories that they won't post. They post stories like Chicago approaches 4,000 shooting victims for the 2016 year. When do you ever hear CNN or MSNBC or ABC or The Washington Post, when do you ever hear them keeping track of the murders in Chicago, Ram Emanuel's Chicago, the former Obama chief of staff? When Van Jones is up there crying and weeping about what he has to tell his white kids. You guys realize that Mr. Van Jones, Mr. I hate white people, is married to the whitest woman you could possibly marry? You realize that? He, he's married to the daughter Of Billy Carter. You know who Billy Carter is? The retarded brother. Of Jimmy Carter. Exactly. Can't get whiter. Than the Carter family. So Billy Carter's daughter. Is married. To Van Jones. Van Jones. Mr. I. Hate. White. America.
1: What do I tell my my kids when I put them to bed?
0: Well, kids, mommy and her people, they hate us. And in turn, they hate half of you. was that, that what he tells them? So when Van Jones is on CNN crying about white America and white... Someone needs to remind them about Chicago, which nobody does. Have you ever seen Van Jones crying and weeping for the 4,000 people shot in Chicago? Have you? Of course not. So that's why the left, that's why the left despises. That's why they despise breitbart because breitbart puts out the stuff that the left doesn't want you to know so in turn what do they say oh it's racist they're nazis Have you seen the article on CNN or the Washington Post or uh, 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 ABC stepping up? Have you seen the article about the House in Florida that was graffitied with F Trump? Of course not. Because the only thing you hear from the left, the only thing you hear from the press on the left is all of these liberals being beaten up by Trump supporters. Trump support? What are you talking about? All I see on TV is hipster douchebag liberals crying and screaming and breaking stuff. It's a collection of white people rioting. They're like, let's let's g- let's go after the Starbucks. Let's break these windows. Ugh. That's all. That but that's all you hear. You're not going to see the house that's spilly painted. F Trump, of course not. So that's why the left doesn't like Breitbart. And imagine the millions. And millions and millions of new people that got turned on to Breitbart because of a Hillary Clinton during the primary, or actually during the general, doing her little twenty-minute shtick on the alt-right and Pepe the Frog and Breitbart and. Think of the millions and millions and millions of new people they got because of Steve Bannon joining the Trump campaign and all the newscasts saying from the alt-right website, com. telling you, that's why the left is losing their minds, because they've always been able to control the message, they've always been able to control the narrative, with Jake Tapper, and Wolf Blitzer, and Stephanopoulos, and Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd, And any of the other sites were conspiracy sites. They 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 were crazy sites. They were Alex Jones chemtrail sites. Well, now all of a sudden, you have Steve Bannon in Breitbart getting the publicity, getting the attention. And now you have something. The MSNBCs. You, you actually have something to fight them with. So now, when Hack Tapper says, oh, well, this is uh, what's going on, and this is the narrative that we want all of you to go by. We want that. well now you have people that will go to bright part and there'll be a different narrative. There will be the correct narrative figment of the left's Imagination
1: Becomes this God
0: Almost Boogeyman Almost lock- Because when somebody goes To Breitbart They don't see white supremacist stuff. They don't see some Ku Klux Klan Nazi stuff. They see legitimate stories. They see an article that has Portland authorities Night five of violent leftist protests. 20 arrested news crews attacked. And you see all these liberals with their bandanas on and their love Trump's hate. Well, everything around them is on fire. Fire! And in this article... You see people screaming and yelling, saying F-Trump, throwing guardrails that you don't see on CNN. This is stuff that you don't see on ABC. This isn't some Nazi website. You see an article about a deputy, Dennis Wallace, shot to death point blank while checking out a suspicious van. You didn't hear that on CNN. California County Sheriff deputy was shot twice in the head and killed Sunday while responding to a call about a suspicious car and person. The suspect in the case was arrested later after trying to steal. Oh, my God.
1: Jesus. You hear that? (laughs) Heading killed Sunday while
0: responding to a call about a suspicious person and uh, blah, 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 blah. Deputy Dennis, false 20-year veteran, was shot at Point Blank Grange, checked on a report of a suspicious vampire near fishing access spot outside the city of Hudson, 10 miles south of Medisto. He was executed. Suspect has been identified as David Machado. I mean, this is stuff that the left doesn't want you to hear. They only publicize police when they get into a confrontation with a black man. That's the only time you hear anything involving police. And the more the left tells everybody that Breitbart is a Nazi site, the more the left said Donald Trump is a racist, the more they say the people that voted for Trump are racist, the stronger it makes Trump's support. The stronger. The stronger. It makes people that voted for Trump feel that they did the right thing. The more people protest, the more people light on fire, the more people damage uh, cars and buildings, the more it hardens that support. For 16 months, we've been being told Trump's a racist, Trump's a misogynist, Trump's a Nazi, Trump's a fascist, Trump's a xenophobe, Trump's a homophobe. For 16 months, we've been being told that. And guess what? He still won the election. And we're still being told But now we're being told that all of you who voted for Trump are Nazis, are racists, are xenophobes, are homophobes. All this is going to do is strengthen the Trump voter. And it's going to strengthen the Trump presidency talking about doubling down, talking about tripling down, talking about quadrupling down, its exactly what the left is doing. Every day they do what they're doing, they just keep making the Trump support that much stronger. Every day when we hear Breitbart News is a Nazi site, Every day when we hear Steve Bannon is anti-Semitic. Every day when we hear this stuff. It just keeps strengthening. Trump support. People who voted for Trump. And everything else. that goes with telling tens of millions of people that they are all deplorable scum. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. When you go to Breitbart for the first time and you read the articles you realize there is no white supremacy. There is no Nazism. There's none of that. It's just a lot of stories, a lot of opinion pieces, that the left refuses to acknowledge. And I'll say it again, and I've said it countless times before when we've discussed Breitbart. For them to constantly point to articles written by Milo as being some type of uh, proof of homophobia, Islamophobia, fatophobia, and all the things in between. Is absolutely ridiculous considering uh, Milo is an opinion writer. No different than when you go to CNN and CNN has an opinion by Dean Obalos or Van Jones or SC Cup. And their opinion is that everything that the right stands for is wrong. And somehow, if you support Trump or you support a policy of strong borders, deportation, state rights, things of that nature, you are a homophobe, you're a Nazi, you're a, um, a xenophobe. But as far as the left goes, they're right and we're wrong. But when you go to Breitbart and Milo writes an opinion piece and gives his opinion on the left or a topic that is being discussed on various shows, somehow his opinion is wrong. His opinion is outrageous. His opinion is wrong as far as the masses go. And it's insane. Because if Dean Obelash or Farouk Zakaria or S.E. Cup, if all of them have an opinion, And they're able to state their opinion. And that opinion labels people racists or homophobes or xenophobes. And yet, they're right. And CNN's site is right. How can they then say uh, Milo's opinion piece or Alex Marlowe's opinion piece is wrong? Because they disagree with what was written because the language they used offended them. Because someone like Don Lemon doesn't like the fact that Milo uses the word faggot. Milo, who's a homosexual. Don Lemon, who is a homosexual, are battling over the word faggot. And since Don Lemon is offended by the word faggot, that means the Breitbart site is offensive. I mean, think about that. You have two gay men basically arguing over the word faggot. Isn't that bizarre? Isn't that bizarre that we live in a society where ultimately two faggots are arguing over the word faggot? That's where we are now because of the liberals. That's where we are now. That's where we are now. Seriously, absolutely amazing. (laughs) And when you go online and you uh, see uh, people like George Takei bringing up headlines, From Breitbart, that were written by Milo. It makes you laugh. Because ultimately, they're arguing over the word "spaghet." It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari's show. All right, listen, we're out of here, guys. We're done for today. I know over. Don't cry. Don't cry. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's Rob Zcari, it's Rob Zcari's show. Don't forget, you can listen to us on Spreaker. You can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to us on the Rob Zcari show. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us, all those places. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You guys are the best. Rock on.
1: (laughs) Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do. Do-do-do.